0: Hey, that's Cruel, 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 97.7 at 1061 WEXT Radio. Rachel Anna Dobkin, hi there. Hey. So that's your new song that we're playing right now. And I love that song. That's a really cool song. You got a new album coming.
1: I do. I do. I have a new album coming in 2024.
0: I can't believe we're talking about 2024 already. So tell me, Cruel, 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 what's that about?
1: So in a nutshell, an angsty love song, but it's essentially like this in a situation in which I, let's see, this is always so fun to talk about this because it's like very personal, right? Most of the emotions that like evoke so much of that crazy intense energy is something that's very personal, you know, essentially it was a a situation with someone who was my best friend turned Almost boyfriend, then ex-best friend, ex-almost boyfriend, who was like also my creative partner. We were in a situation where like we were going to date and then we didn't. And he kind of, in my opinion, sabotaged the relationship and decided to totally cut ties without telling me that this was, he sort of like made the decision without telling me. It was just kind of like, I'm going to cut you out of my life. And I was kind of like, ha, that's funny. We're best friends. We can work through this. And then it was like, no, that's it. So the emotions behind the song itself are really about this feeling of just being like, it feels intentional at that point when you're like, you are making this decision to not give me closure. You know, I understand everyone, everyone's got to do what they got to do. They make their own decisions, right? We can only be responsible for our own actions and our emotions and how we react to other people's emotions and actions, but it just felt at the time, like it cut so deep on so many levels because it was like a best friend and a music partner and like an almost boyfriend that it felt intentionally cruel. Like the best word I could use to describe the situation at that time was just like, dude, this is so cruel. Like, how can you do this? We can work through this, but he didn't want to. And you know, it's fine. That's everyone can live. I'm a believer of like, you live your life, you live your truth, you live what's best for you. But yes, there was no closure and it ended in a way that was very emotionally upsetting for me. Hence, cruel. I I was literally in the shower one day and I heard the whole hook come to me. You know, songs will come to me at different times and different points. And, and, and I heard the whole melody and the whole lyric, just like the Cruel, 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 the way you love to disappoint me. And I was like, oh, wow, okay. There's a song right here. That's it in a nutshell. Yeah.
0: Is that where you get songs mostly from From like moments of like extreme inflection?
1: Well, you know, I find that when I have something I need to say, it comes out a lot of times. Like, it's funny because this situation had happened. It was kind of like May into the summer of 2019. You know, it's interesting because the song didn't really come to me. Like the whole situation happened with this person in May into the summer of 2019. And then it wasn't until like that, maybe February of, 2020 or january that that whole hook came to me like there's usually a grace period in which i feel the really intense emotion and the heartbreak and then there's there's other songs that came in that period of time which is actually the other single that we're going to talk about later which is just a dream and then other songs on the record but then there's a processing happens. And then there's, it's kind of like going through the stages of like grieving with a relationship, depending on the relationship context, there's like the heartbreak and the longing. And then there's like the anger. And then there's like the acceptance of like, okay, I've accepted this person in the situation and I can move on. So that kind of came in January where I was just in the shower one day. So to answer your question, it really varies. If the, if the situation warrants a feeling that's so deep and I can't handle it, I write songs to deal with my external reality, right? Like it's coping for me. It's journaling essentially. So if I feel like I'm really like stuck or really upset, that is really where a lot of my best work comes from. It's not where all my work comes from and it's not all just from heartbreak, but there is something to be said. And I think this is why this is such a universal truth in songwriting that heartbreak lends itself to writing a lot of Great music.
0: All right. We're talking with Rachel Anna Dobkin, and you mentioned the word acceptance, and that is the title of the album. So a lot of these songs have to do with that one relationship?
1: No, but I really think the overall theme of the record is about the relationship with oneself. The song acceptance to me is the most powerful and it resonates with me the most right now in my life. And I think in general, because I think all of life comes back down to acceptance and gratitude. For me, this record as a whole was just like, you know, there were a lot of things going on. Like we started recording it in 2020 in February, like right as COVID started, it was like the following week we had to stop and we were just like i was like i had these new songs i was really excited i went into track scratch guitar and vocals and then it was like total pause so all throughout COVID we were recording i recorded it with different producers at different studios also i was dealing with my father who was very sick and unfortunately passed of cancer in 2021. so a lot of like the emotion both in the process of making the record performing it and some of the songwriting it was just all of this. I had two major breakups that happened in 2019. And one of which was that person who I wrote Cruel about. The other was a, a very loving, wonderful relationship that ended in at the beginning of the year. And then the one with my friend was very unexpected all of it ultimately has to do with like accepting our realities and accepting ourselves. That's, I think the overarching theme.
0: You mentioned your father, let's talk about your father a little bit because he definitely was a big influence on your life. And I know you did some wonderful videos with him where he's talking about about COVID and about, about the reality of life we were going through. Tell, tell me about how, how special that relationship was.
1: Yeah. So my dad was um, a doctor and an, and an infectious disease specialist. And his specialty was allergy and asthma. He had a practice for 35 years, but his... He also was an infectious disease specialist and essentially just like a generic doctor. So when COVID started happening, my dad, who I spent years talking about smallpox and disease and pandemics, like when it was starting to happen, it was like, he and I were having this dialogue that was like, oh, dad, you need to, people need to hear this. Like they need guidance. And his whole thing was, he was very upset with how the media and our government handled telling and, and, and essentially scaring of the population into not arming them with knowledge of like, this is what's actually happening. This is biologically normal. This is how we deal with it. I remember the last two years of his life, he just didn't even watch the news because he was so upset with. So it was important for us to get information out that was based on data to arm people and say, Hey, you know what? Yes, this is happening. Yes. People are dying, but this is what's happening. And this is how we can like stay calm and centered in knowing like, this is a natural phenomenon that happens from time to time. And here's what to do. if We get sick. So yes, him and I were very close. And I feel like part of what I want to do now that he's passed is I want to just continue to make sure that his his voice is heard. I have other little sound bites. I would just start recording him when he started talking. And I want to just put that out in the world. He just missed the boat of like the health and wellness podcast world. And it's funny because for years we were like, dad, you need to do like a YouTube series and like medical minutes or something. And and if he wasn't so sick, I think he would have.
0: Well, I'm glad you had that. I'm glad you not only had the whole life with him, but those special moments as well. That's wonderful.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much.
0: Talking with Rachel Anna Dobkin. She's got a new album coming. It's called Acceptance. And before we get to the the other song that you have for us, the, the second single that you put out, how, how would you describe your music, your style?
1: I always kind of tell people it's like my morning jacket meets Amy Winehouse. I love really heavy rock, but I have this sort of jazzy voice. I studied jazz that's how I understand music it's not when I'm writing but it inevitably comes out in my music I play drums and guitar and 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 I sing and some piano and on the record I do all that I play all the drums on all my music because I can't always play live and it's a really important part of my songwriting you know I would say that this batch of songs is a lot more in the heavy rock world some other bands I like kind of feel like I'm a contemporary to it's like Liz Cooper, Angel Olsen, Raylan Baxter, Jeff Buckley. I mean, not a, he's obviously, rest in peace, but he's a huge influence of mine. Pink Boyd, like I have Animals as one of my favorite records of all time. So I feel like my music is just kind of, I've said this before, an amalgamation of just all this stuff I love. So <laughs> that's kind of why it's all over the place. But again, I just kind of write what I hear. I don't really think about it. I just, when it has to come out of me, I just let it come out.
0: One of the other things, you're, you're a graphic designer, you know, how, do, how does that influence the packaging of Rachel and Adopkin? Because you probably are very much involved with what you look like when you release stuff.
1: Yeah, well, it's interesting. So I I say I studied. I actually studied photography. I majored in photography at Bard and I minored in jazz. And then when I graduated, I worked for Elliot Landy, who's a famous rock photographer based in Woodstock, not not too far from where where you guys are up there. And yeah, and then my journey sort of took me working with Danny Clinch, although Danny, I was exclusively doing music with Danny because I oh. Yeah, nothing to do with the photo world. I mean, I'm around it and influenced by it. And you know, Danny shot my last record, and seeing what he does visually is very, very inspiring. But I actually made Transparent Clinch of, of gallery a venue the 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 venue in Asbury Park. It's like a music art. It's an it's a photo gallery, but it's also now a music venue and performance space. And when I started working with Danny, I helped him bring that to light as a music venue, as the original music director, but. Yeah, I I do graphic design and I I do photography. I've always been a visual artist. and, And I think one, being a broke independent artist has made it so that I just do everything myself if I don't have to outsource because that's money that goes towards things that I need. And two, it's a thing where, yes, I know visually what I want. And I'm very, very cognizant of brand and my branding. For me, it's very important that I put myself forth as a multi-instrumentalist because it's very interesting. I mean, again, this comes up time and time again, but being a woman, how much there is an assumption that I really don't know what I'm doing. And it surprises me because I'm lucky that I've found such great people who respect and admire and, and like give me like love and support and know what I do. But for instance, like putting my music out now and running social media campaigns and getting random people to comment, you know, i put out that song, cruel, cruel, cruel. And we filmed in a skate park. I'm playing drums and guitar. And one of the ads I was running is just me playing guitar unplugged because duh, it's a music video. And the <laughs> amount of people that commented and were like, she's not really playing guitar. She doesn't know how to play guitar. It's like beyond me. So now when I put things out, I'm like, I'm putting stuff out with this new song. And I'm like, you know, like last night I was cutting a video and I was like, I was like just playing guitar. And I'm like, well, I also play drums. So let me make sure I get this in. To be quite honest, it's like a little stressful to be constantly thinking about that. It feels like almost impossible to shut it off. I am grateful that I at least have like the skills. It's both great and terrible because then I'm obsessive about another thing.
0: Rachel and Dobkins with me and her new record coming called Acceptance. We're going to hear this last, this other single that you've got out, Just a Dream. Tell me about Just a Dream.
1: So like I was kind of mentioning at the beginning, this song's actually about the same person. And this is, this, this is the like fresh breakup song where you're just like longing for someone and you're like holding on to those feelings of nostalgia and warmth and like just wanting their presence there. But it's bittersweet because it almost feels like you, you think to yourself, like, did that even really happen? Like there's that weird thing that happens when we, when we lose someone, right. Whether it's like from a death or from a breakup, this particularly to talk about a breakup where it feels so jarring that you're like, this person was once my everything. And now they're gone. And it feels like I'm just waking up from a dream. So The song is evocative of all of those emotions. Yeah, so that's it in a nutshell. And I played drums and guitar and I sang and Paul Ritchie from the Parlor Mob produced it with me and it was a lot of fun to record.
0: Rachel Anna Dopkin, this is Just a Dream on 97.7 and one-zero-six-one WEXT Radio.